You guys, it's 5.07 a.m. I'm Laura Sosa, and I haven't slept in a smooth 37 hours. Dan? And I'm Daniel Chu, and I'm just coming from work, and I've also not slept, but we're doing great. Oh, we're doing fantastic. Yeah. So we're back. We're super back. Had to take last week off because I had to go to Coachella. You can keep your judgments. I don't need them. Oh, but you'll get them. I don't give a fuck. Anyways. All right. So, Dan, what's good? Any news for us today? Yeah, I got a couple articles here. News and horror. There's actually been a lot of news and horror lately, which is good. Um, the new Child's Play trailer dropped. Uh, and it uh, reveals Mark Hamill's voice as uh, Chucky, which is cool. Oh, my God. Mark, Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill. Everyone knows him from him being the voice of the Joker. That's where he's most famous. That's, that's what you pick. Yeah, that's... Not the Star Wars thing, but What's that's that? dope. Anyways, has it, I hope everyone's seen this trailer. Let's watch it right now. I need a refresh. We're just going to take a quick aside, a quick break to watch the trailer? We're just going to play it. Okay. Something's wrong with Chucky. Andy, I know this move has been really tough, but this is supposed to be a new start for us, remember? You said you were going to try to make new friends. Buddy can connect to and control all of your Caslin products and smart home devices. Introducing your new best friend. did something Andy, if you know something, you better tell me. Something's wrong with Chucky. Buddy can connect to and control all of your cameras. Chucky is a toy. He could be anywhere. Welcome to Kazlin Car. We have to stop him. Good night, Andy. So Andy's mom is Aubrey Plaza, and she does not look like a mom. I mean, Aubrey Plaza, she's a beautiful baby angel, but she's nobody's mother. Yeah. It, it's not believable. Is she a mom in real life? No, I don't, no, I don't no, think so. No, she's right? not. Yeah. She's literally my age. We have the same birthday. I mean, you're of mom age, so that's not... Yeah, but I'm not a mom out. age because I go to Coachella. I would be the cool <laughs> mom. <laughs> You'd be All like right? the mom that social services is called on to take the children away, but okay. Well, that's why I'm not a mom, Dan. I'm a responsible adult. Right, right. right. Well, that's responsible of you. Yeah. Sure. Or like not listening to your son when he says his doll is killing people? See, here's the thing that bothers me about this trailer is the fact that everybody's trying to cash in on the whole Stranger Things right. nonsense and the it nonsense where it's like the group of kids and it's 
this kind of movie, Chucky, what was so great about it was that the kid, nobody believed right. him. Mm-hmm. So here he has, he has moral support. I don't feel bad for him. He gets, he gets, they get to get like tools together and go home. He, they go home alone on Chucky. Right. So it's like, which um, kills okay. what was great about the first movie was that whole, like nobody believed him. Yeah. It was, you know, because kids, you know, come up with crazy stories. So, but yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we're just, that's towards the end and we're just passing judgments and it still has a good fair amount of that. So I want to reserve. I mean, I'm going to watch it because Aubrey Plaza's yeah. hot. That's the only reason. Also, I mean, yeah. Mark Hamill does a pretty good voice at voice acting. So I mean, the voice of Robin and Batman. No, he was the voice of the, of the Joker. I know, I'm just fucking with you. Best Joker, by the way, I think. What about the dead guy? Heath Ledger. Um, he did mm-hmm. a great Joker, but I mean, he was hot. He was. He's a good. He's an actor. Or it's a great dress that one. He was like a method actor. Oh my god, that's how I live my life. <laughs> Acting. Yes, it's all. It's, it's all, all a facade. It's a persona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And speaking of Stranger Things, Millie Bobby Brown is uh, going to be headlining at the Stranger Things Con. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Con. there's a con? Yeah, there's a con for everything nowadays, apparently. I mean, that it's in itself is a con. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Ooh, <sighs> it's so, early. Is it? Um, oh. Yeah, it's going to be uh, in Syracuse, New Jersey on May 4th and 5th. Uh, okay, I'll be in LA. Are you gonna go? Oh, you're gonna be LA. I'm not gonna go either, but I'd like to. That's pretty cool. I'm a big fan of streaming. You things. should go alone. Uh, it's a little short notice for me right now, but just go. Fuck it. Oh my god. Um, wait, did you know that Millie Bobby Brown and Drake are like creepy BFFs? Oh, I mean, whoa. Okay, well, they probably have the same intellectual the maturity. Same what? She's 14. And he's 31, the same what? That's super weird, no. How- oh my god, there, he texted her the other day. Oh, she said something in an article, and she was like, oh, he just texted me, and he was like, I miss you so much. And I was like, I miss you more. Ooh, so what? apparently what? Drake might be a pedo, which is cool. Well, not cool, I mean, not cool. I mean, no, I'm not signing off on that just yet. I'm it's probably a publicity thing. What about when Shia LaBeouf did that video with... Uh, I'm not letting Canada sue me because yeah. because drake is a product of canada like yeah he's like he's, the, owned the, the he's like terrence and philip from uh south park he, he is the president of canada as far as i've heard okay. but honestly as, as a 31 year old man how do you look at yourself in the mirror and say hey i'm best friends with a 14 year old girl i don't know that's that's super weird so mirrors it's funny you say that because that's actually our episode today about mirrors scares i l- how do you know what the episode's about? Just kidding. That was a joke to make you mad. I know. Because... It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I'm in the dark. I'm like a Gary Reynolds. Only only today. It was a hard week. It's fine. That's a, that's a deep cut from a, one of the podcasts we listened to. Very deep. Garfy. <laughs> mirrors. Yep. Dan, when you think of mirrors in a movie, like... A mirror scare? Right. Describe it for me. Ooh, I'm not good at those. So a mirror scare is when you're looking into a mirror mm-hmm. as a medic- medicine cabinet. 
Does it have to be a medicine cabinet? It doesn't have to be. But, okay, you know, just okay. in your mirror. But medicine cabinet is usually how um, it's used. Uh, mm-hmm. And then something suddenly appears in the background, in the background of the mirror, of the reflection. And like a fairy godmother or... The, whatever. Just, I'm just fucking with you, bro. It's early. I'm tired. Fair enough. I mean, you get you get it, right? Something, yeah, something's it. there. We don't know what it is. Sometimes the character sees it. Sometimes the, only the audience sees it. And um, they're used in many different ways, but it's just something that is meant to scare you through the mirror. Usually a jump scare. Yeah, this trope is sort of a quintessential part of horror, and it has become a cliche, but I think it challenges directors to use it in new and interesting ways. And I, you know, I appreciate that, the way it's evolved. I 100% agree. My problem is that no one has used it new since I think it was invented. Uh, Perhaps two or three of you out there. Well, the the the, the first one is actually kind of is pretty different from. Well, yeah, all it's the, the other first ones. one. It's the best. It is. I think um, you're talking about uh, our problematic fave Roman Polanski, mm-hmm. and his first English language movie, Repulsion. Awesome. And I believe Repulsion is part of that trilogy, that apartment horror series trilogy. That oh, was like, Rosemary's um, Baby, uh, Rosemary's The Tenant, and Repulsion. And that cool. was uh, the Apartment trilogy. Did did they come out in succession, or was it just? You know what? Couldn't tell you. Hmm. I just know happen. I have them on DVD. So this is the first one that I that I could find, but I'm wrong about a lot of things. But the Googs sent me here, um, and it wasn't even first page Googs. I went down the rabbit hole. So, I found it on a forum actually. You find a lot of things on a forum. Yeah. So this one, surprisingly, does not include a bathroom, but it's in a bedroom. Mm-hmm. And in the scene, um, she opens her closet door and she's closing it. And it doesn't stop on the person who's behind her. It just continues to close, which is right. cool. They don't, they don't fixate on him. Yeah. And then the camera kind of just stays on the mirror to like let it sink in. I thought that was cool, too. Yeah, it was awesome. And there wasn't a super loud noise behind it, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Is that is a big pet peeve of yours? I could see. It's just it's a cheap, the cheap scare. High pitch squeal. Yeah, it's not doing it <laughs> for me. This movie was, you know, a really great. It's the first depiction of a female orgasm sound. Need the sound. Oh yeah. In that passed on one of these boards out here. But it's dope. I really like this movie. Because of the orgasm? No, just in general. She's very scared of all men and stuff like that. Mm. It's very sad. It's a very isolating movie, but I yeah. I really do like it. It's a fucked up movie. The end is is really messed up. Well, no spoiler alerts. Maybe <laughs> oh, yeah. nobody's seen it. It's 1965, so I'm sure people have seen it by now. I'm just... Listen. Or, or if they haven't, they're not going to. But, um... If you're yeah. listening to this, they probably have seen it. But, you know, whatever. True. Um, but yeah, over the years, all of these scenes, um, technically speaking, have been shot tighter. Mm-hmm. And they've pushed boundaries when it comes to how you're interacting with the mirror, such as, what's the next one? Uh, the next one uh, is uh, American Werewolf in London. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's a really cool scene because it, it already we're playing on the trope uh, because... Uh, so 
main character, fuck, I forgot his name, but he closes a, it, it is a medicine, David, right? He closes, mm-hmm. it's a medicine cabinet this time, right? So he, it's a mirror, yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. Mirror. So he, he closes the medicine cabinet and uh, behind him is undead Jack. Uh, and it, again, so the camera, the camera stays there. It's not like a, a quick jump scare. And then they, they, uh, they joke about it afterwards. Um, he says, uh, David says, you're not real to undead Jack. And, you know, Under Jack, who's in full zombie garb, is just like, oh, grow up. So it's cool. It's just like a play on the on the trope already. Like, uh, yeah, it's completely different. It's like, yeah. it's very, the lighting is very bright. It's not meant to be menacing. Mm-hmm. It's comedic. Mm-hmm. It's not the, you know. Which is cool because it kind of like, it the cheap jump scare, they pl- they play with it. Like, they know, like, I don't know if it's intentional, but it, it makes the cheap jump scare kind of fun. And American and Werewolf in London. it's not even cheap at this point. Right. It's so. not yet, right. But American Werewolf at London, in London is, 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 does that throughout the whole movie. Like, uh, there's a lot of comedy involved, which breaks up the, the bullshit. So. It's one of the first movies that did that, and that's that fucking great. awesome. And you know, he never wanted to—he never wanted it to have um, a sequel or be a trilogy. And then they went and did that, but he never wanted it. This—the cinematic masterpiece, American Werewolf in Paris. Oh, you know that's the one. <laughs> but this is um, Michael Jackson saw American Werewolf in London, loved it so much that he hired the makeup artist for Thriller. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a fan of Michael Jackson, but that's a fun fact for you. It's a cool video, though. Mm, couldn't tell you. I'm just you kidding. Seen thriller? Sorry. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> Speaking about zombies, Evil Dead 2, Dan. Oh, yeah. Great movie. Another, like, horror slash comedy uh, flick. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is pretty cool because it's, like, a sequel, but it's not because it's a remake. It's a requel. Part 1. It's, yeah, a, it's a requel. we got more budget cool yeah so more budget equals chainsaw hands uh, according to sam raimi rami how do i say or that raimi yeah i'm gonna say it's raimi what's the mirror scene though i don't remember it what the fuck is wrong with you i don't know well you remember Lots ash is looking marijuana. at himself in the mirror and the reflection comes out mm-hmm. and grabs him so oh yeah it's real cool because what it's like breaking like what what would it be the fifth wall it's yeah. a it's a cool twist because you as a viewer you know that shit doesn't come out of the mirror it hasn't happened yet so then homeboy pops out through there and grabs him evil ash and again no fucking loud score in the background just saying has has a loud score even been introduced yet though? and not yet that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying these are why these are so good and then right. that's why we have shit like Oculus, where it's all one giant Oof. loud score of bullshit. Oculus doesn't even mean mirror. It does not. It does not. All right. It had some cool aspects. None of it. None of it was none cool. Of, none of it was good. I I hate the the really long like they're so they're doing like the ex like the exposition where they're describing everything that's going mm-hmm. on. It's so long. They, because they, they throw up like shit that doesn't even isn't even important. It's so long they have to break the scene up by like them eating lunch, and then they continue explaining what's been going on with this mirror. It's like, oh my god, who cares? I think 
that she was just hungry on set. Yeah. And they're like, right. well, okay, part of the script now. Yeah. That, that movie makes me mad. It kind of reminded me of that part in Never Ending Story where he's like going to eat, but then he's like, no, I got to keep reading. Only you. And that's how I feel about this podcast. <sighs> what I hate about this movie, the Oculus, so much is she. She's telling her brother the whole plan about she's going to break the mirror in front of the mirror. Like, hello, we've already established that, th- that that this thing knows what's up. Yeah. Like, very smart, you know? Whatever. She gets hers in the end, doesn't she? Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. But yeah, from I think after Evil Dead, everything becomes very annoyingly loud and jumpy. Mm-hmm. because they can't do it right like there's only so many ways to do this and no one wants to be creative creative enough and when it comes to horror movies it's an it's an easy shock it's an easy thrill and horror mm-hmm. movies nowadays i feel like they're just pumping them out for the money which is you know i guess fine it's a business but there's no more it's always been like that no I mean. that's not true <laughs> uh that's yeah, not like true the... because you have people back then like Raimi when he was filming exploitation mm-hmm. films yeah but before you know like that's no there's been back like gems day, but it's always would... been kind of like here's the fucking movies giving no money. back in the day people would go into the forest with their little camera they would borrow cameras from universities and stuff with no budget and make things happen make really great movies happen hmm. there's no excuse now it's now just, people cash just don't grab, care. Right? or maybe yeah. it's because back in the day we didn't have um the economy was better in some way but actually when when the economy is worse people more people spend money on entertainment so you, that's a, there's a crux to your argument there no i know i'm saying no that's not what i'm saying i'm what i mean is as a when you're making as a maker oh i see i see if the economy is bad and you don't have you know you don't have sufficient income to pay for your bills you're not going to spend your money making a movie true does that make sense yeah you're not going to go get out a bunch of credit cards out to fucking <laughs> Yeah, they're not us, Dan. Hello. <sighs> yes. Just... But yeah, like after that, uh, Maris became the leading character for most of these movies. What do you mean? Like the, the trope became like became they like... started it was not it was no longer used as like a cinematic t- device. It was like we're gonna make the movie literally, we're gonna make movie mirrors, we're gonna make Oculus. Right. We're gonna make mirrors oh wait, yeah. mirrors one and two, my bad. Um from Beyond the Grave, the Hungry Glass, you know. Wow, so many. Jesus. So many. Um I saw one recently that I thought had a good use of the mirror scare. Okay. And it wasn't the main focus of the of the movie. Uh the autopsy of Jane Doe had a good one. I don't remember if there was annoying high peach pit high pitched thing in the background like um i don't think there was maybe for one scene but it was just it, it was a continual thing because it was like a, a ongoing action scene but in the movie they use uh like one of those mirrors that they use in restaurants to round corners the convex convex yeah i think that's what it's called um uh like i said they use it a few times like but I just think that's an interesting way to use it because they didn't do anything different um, than others. Like um, one of the times uh, something appears on the other side around the corner and the character looks and there's nothing there. That's been done. And another time um, it shows an approaching baddie from the movie, one of the apparitions or um, 
uh, up, coming up to, you know, build suspense. So two uses of mirror scares we've seen hundreds of times before, but um, the way they, the mirror itself being like a corner mirror, I think is interesting. I appreciate that. So not totally dead. Still cool. You know, I was watching um, the, on the way back from LA this week, I was watching Lake Mungo on the plane. Okay. Which is a really weird movie to be watching on a plane <laughs> when everybody can see your screen. I'm watching it on my laptop. But I don't know if you've seen Lake Mungo. Um, I've talked about it before. But basically, like, the daughter dies and the whole family's grieving. And the brother is a photographer and he does, like, whole movies like that. And he sets up, he sets up, like, he sets up a, dum- a dummy in the living room to look into a mirror. So like he recorded so it looks like his sister is haunting the family. Whoa. So I think it was because at first he was trying to convince his parents that, that they were being haunted by the daughter. Right. And then they found him out. And then he had to explain his technique and how he did it, which is cool. It was like a like, you know, it's not a mirror right. scare. But at first it was because when they showed us the footage, it was like, oh, shit, there's a ghost there. But then he breaks down the technical aspects of it. You're like, oh, well, he's just sad. He misses his sister. and He's lying to everybody. I thought that was cool. You should watch Damn. that movie. Is that is that like the twist of the movie? No, it's not at all. It's not even a. Spo- it's not even like a spoiler. Okay. I gotta. I haven't even seen whatsoever. It, so. You should. That movie's so great. It scares me. Well, if it scares you, I should definitely watch it. So. Yeah, everything scares me. That's fine. It's good. It's really good. It's really good. But yeah. Um. So I think. My, my pick for this week, for mm-hmm. the award for best trope use for me. Um, would be in the movie The Broken. Have you seen it? No. Um, in the scene, it's um, the girl from Game of Thrones and Terminator, Lena Headley, I think? Headley. Headley. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, she's in a bathroom. You know, Amelia Clark is also both in Game of Thrones and Terminator. Just saying. Amelia Clark is also the hotter one. Mm, yeah. So anyways, uh, she's in the bathroom. Shock alert in a bathroom she's standing in front of a mirror she drops something and at that point you as a viewer you're like oh well she's gonna pop back up there's gonna be something behind her right but she goes down and her reflection stays in the mirror comes down and stabs her so it's not even trying to scare the character in the movie so that you can be scared for them it's just scaring the audience because you kind of you want to you want to jump out and be like, girl, there's somebody there. I just think it's cool. It's a different way that it's been done. Also, just side note, um, have you seen Hereditary yet? Oh, yeah, I made yes. you watch it. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> That's cool. No, I, I'm glad I watched it. I saw it like three times already. Remember when I told you, hey, come watch yeah. this movie, and I was cackling yeah. the whole time? I, I, I looked It's evil. cool. I passed it on. Like I did it to somebody else. I'm like, hey, you want to watch a cool horror movie? Yeah. It's like, hey, just watch this movie. No. NBD, but in in the remember the scene when when the kid's sitting in the classroom, the boy, mm-hmm. and he's staring at himself at a fish tank, right. or he's staring he's staring at the fish tank. Right. He's like you know whatever. I love this but blank then, stare by the way. That, that, oh, it's great. It's cool. But he's staring at the fish tank, and then his reflection smiles at him. Mm-hmm. That shook me. I was like, okay, wasn't expecting that. So I think that's that cool. was dope too. It's good. It's a good scare. It's also psychological a little bit, so that's cool. I mean, we can all... I'm fucking sick of your shit, bro. Sorry. Okay, tell me you're a good one. My good one... Um, it's 
it's a good scare. It, it's it's a quick it's a quick jump scare, and it kind of reminds me of Repulsion in the way that it's it's not a close shot, but it is mm-hmm. because okay, so it's a cool shot because it's it, okay, so it's Mothman prophecies. Um, okay. Okay. Injured cold. Injured cold. Richard Gear. Um, what could you know? What? I'm gonna put on some chapstick right now. I'm not even chapstick. I'm, I'm motivated. So, um, so he's basically like talking on the phone. His life's been ruined by this whole Mothman shit. And ruined or surprisingly shaken up. Just shaken up. I think his life was also saved, but if you really know what. Mothman do. They just fly. What are you talking about? They just out here trying to have a good time. Just trying to have a good time, man, next to this light bulb. That's it. Um so he basically he's in the other room. So that's why I say it's not a close shot because he's in the other room and the the camera's I think in a closet or whatever. And um he's having the conversation, closes the door. Real quick in the mirror, you see the fucking visage of Indrid Cold, and then it closes. So, like, kind of like repulsion, it just closes, and then you're left with like, like holy fucking shit. So, like a callback. Like a callback. I, I and I like that. Um, and I just like the movie too. It's it's cosmic horror, which is my favorite. It's very Lovecraftian and good stuff. So that's my best pick. Would you name your kid Ingrid Cold? Indrid Cold. If I hated him, I mean, how are you gonna know from the womb, straight out the womb? Oh, I'll fucking know. I feel like if you ever had a I'll kid, it would start. Look at him. It would start telekin- telekinesis with you from the womb. Probably because it'll know. be the spawn of fucking Satan. He'll spawn of Satan. Anyways, so that's dope. Uh, my bad pick, aside from Oculus, which I can <laughs> talk about forever. Um, would be Prom Night, the 2008 remake. So in this scene, Donna's in the bathroom, getting ready for prom. Have you seen this one? Um, or- no, I, I didn't see the remake. I saw the original. Okay, so it's pretty much almost the same thing, but bad. So she's in, um, <laughs> she's standing in the medicine cabinet. And she's holding a bottle of pills. Not just holding, but seriously because they're taking them. I've never stared at a pill bottle the way that this actor stares at a pill bottle. She acts like she's taking Plan B. Or something, or prep, prep. Is it prep? That HIV prevention. Yes. Yeah. It's... No judgments. Safety first. But she's just staring at this like she's never taken Tylenol before, and I'm like, "Hello, are you trying to waste minutes or get a point across? Doesn't matter." She closes the medicine cabinet, and on Karen is just standing there, and it's impossible Did for her to have gotten in there without anybody seeing, unless she was Alex Mack. <laughs> Good nineties Nickelodeon reference there. Because Alex Mack turns into a puddle, me... kids, in case you didn't know, to our younger listeners. Yeah, she looks like Mercury, liquid Mercury, and I've always wanted to play with her puddle. That sounds so weird. <laughs> meant. Jesus Christ, it's early. So, um, what makes this scene so annoying to me is that later in the movie, when Donna gets back from the prom, when she was, you know, running around, trying to escape a psychopath, um, she's back in the bathroom with the medicine cabinet open and when she closes it the killer's behind her guys how'd he get in there okay but wait i'm not done (laughs) not only is this hey what's up not only is this so predictable but it was all a dream they cliched a cliche i hate that 
and there's no award for this because they need one the the worst that's a bad one that's a bad and i what's your bad pick my bad pick is uh the conjuring 2 and um i love vera farmiga the actress that plays uh lorraine warren in the movie because she's very pretty and a good actress but lorraine warren is not one of my favorite people that ever lived um so uh basically in the conjuring 2 uh there's an attic scene where lorraine warren um is walking uh up through the attic uh she encounters a bunch of dead children uh with like blood on the same spot in their bellies and weird eyes then she sees a mirror and she looks into the mirror sees a nun and when she turns around there's no one there and then she looks back in the mirror and uh she sees her closer and closer um until she when finally she turns around so she keeps doing this finally she turns around the nun's choking her and then the the scene the scene ends and it's just like lorraine warren choking herself so i feel like that's probably what what was really going on uh, in the real world, it's just Lorraine Warren freaking out and choking herself because she was a shill. But um, but uh, the reason I didn't like the scene, besides all that, is besides the autoerotic asphyxiation. Besides, uh, yeah, besides self autoerotic asphyxiation, um, is is because we're already we're not expecting. You know, you're you're already expecting to be scared. Like a bunch of paranormal stuff has happened before this allegedly right allegedly right exactly so you know you're you're at the point where what does it matter like it's it's not going to be scary because why are you going to do a jump scare if you're already in like a high tense moment you know um so that's that's the reason i just didn't like this movie at all and that particular mercy was i feel pretty bad i mean i hate the whole movie right but that's just me. A lot of people like it, though. Don't know why. Yeah. We talked about that in a previous episode, too, didn't we? I hope so. <laughs> okay. Did we? I think so. I think we talked about the director. Yeah, man, it's only been three episodes. I know. And I, here we are. I, we're going to pick that one for our worst a lot of times. Oh, so many times. Yeah. If not that Oculus. But um, thank you all for listening to this very late episode. Or early. It's both early and late. It's both. Um, also, oh my god, Dan, Reddit. I'm going to do a Reddit page. I'm going to do it today. That's good. We should be having a And then you presence. can post about it on the gram. I could do that. Yes. Okay, so follow us on Instagram at it came from pod. Uh, follow Dan at what's your thing, Dan? I have the placeholder. And follow me at glue gun mommy. And also email us at it came from pod at gmail.com and leave us, you know, a rating. Preferably the five stars, because six stars are not available yet. And leave a review. It could be literally anything. Yes, anything. Good, bad. As long as we get five stars, I mean, we're happy. And you're happy, because you'll get good content coming up. Sure, your math adds up. <laughs> Anyways, y'all, I'm going to tr- edit this and try to take a nap. So good night at f- 6 a.m. Bye. Bye.
What's the big deal, deal? Where can you get pizza, bread twists, specialty chicken, and more for just five ninety nine each? Is it at Domino's? He hands off hand-tossed pizza and a marble cookie brownie. He's going, going, going! There's a lot of variety on the radio and at Domino's, too, where you can... Mix and match two or more. $5.99 each at Domino's. Two-item minimum. Pan pizza, bone-in wings, and bread bowls will be extra. Ask for this limited-time offer. Prices, participation, delivery area, and charges may vary. Have a roofing project? Whether you're doing a small repair or a full job, the Home Depot has all the quality GAF roofing products needed to get the job done. Save up to 10% with bulk pricing on full pallets of shingles and complete the job quickly with the full assortment of roofing accessories. All the GAF products you need. Available at the Home Depot. GAF. We protect what matters most.